This episode is sponsored by State Farm. Choices are great. Like with your podcasts, you get to choose what you want to listen to. And State Farm believes insurance should work the same way. That's why the State Farm Personal Price Plan helps you get the coverage you want at an affordable price and a policy that helps cover what you value most. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com today to create your State Farm Personal Price Plan. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. As if the McCrispy couldn't get any better, Bacon and Ranch just entered the chat. The Bacon Ranch McCrispy, available at participating McDonald's for a limited time. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Someone's still gonna win, and it might be we got if 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 I know the field, you know just what half the field is playing badly. You know with golf, you can easily say, oh, the course must be hard. They're all playing bad. You know what I mean? It all kind of comes back to earth a little bit. Sergio has been like, ah, I can't wait to leave this place. Good evening. Happy Tuesday, as always. Thank you for joining us here on Divots and Pivots, episode 41. We are over the hill for the show. So welcome, man. Another great Tuesday. And uh, as we've been doing the last few weeks, we're going to keep it mixed up. We're going to kind of, nothing's off the table here. There's golf news. There's always golf stories with, you know, live PGA, the Houston Opens this week getting that itch to get back into D- DFS golf, so that we might have to start that sooner than later, get some practice uh, tournaments in. But anyways, before we get into all that, as always, but it looks like you're ready now. Welcome in, as always. the fuck's that supposed to be? <laughs> you're good to uh, Listen, here's the, here's the thing about two things. First of all, Happy uh, International Wear Your Camp T-shirt Day. And you knew I wasn't going to go an episode without talking about summer camp. Is that a real day? It's an actual thing. It's it's out there November 8th. 
uh, this year's November 8th. I don't know if it's always the 8th or if it's always just like the second Tuesday of November. Uh, last few years, if you've ever worked at a summer camp or gone to camp as a kid or whatever, on the on the interwebs, you see it out there. So happy International Camp T-shirt Day to you, sir. Uh, Thanks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but one of the things you would learn, one of the things you learn about working at a summer camp is you're, you have to be a duck at all times, no matter what is going on under the water, just to keep your head above water, that head above water, better look calm, cool, collected, Mm -hmm. quick pause. One of my wife's, one of my wife's, not one of my wives, one of my many (laughs) big love the podcast. Now, one of my wife's biggest pet peeves is when people say cool, calm and collective, is it collective? And you'll yeah. hear people screw that up now. It's cool, calm, and collective. But anyways, yeah, got to be a duck. And we were being ducks until you ducked it up and had to call me out right <laughs> off the rip. Yeah, no, I wasn't sure I was going to make it here at all, let alone on time. So it's good to be back. Good to see you. Good to be seen for the dozens of people who are watching. And I got to know, is it because I busted your chops so quick uh, the last few weeks that you looked up where the PGA Tour was going to be? No, I actually was just genuinely curious because my fantasy football season is going down the drain real fast, so I'm starting to get that itch for Well, let's start there. What's the problem? What's the problem, (laughs) Coach? Oh, the problem is that in my home league, I just lost to a team who had basically his whole team on bye because I have Aaron Rodgers on my team, which is an absolute disaster. Um, Keenan Allen hurt all year, basically, so far. Marquise Brown hurt. Um, It's been a lot of that. (laughs) <laughs> a lot of that. so that's your home league and i'm assuming yeah. that's with like that's with like from... my buddies that's the one that i want like the one that i want to win the most because i just when i i do the you know have the most fun with because nothing means more than beating your friends exactly uh, just, just ask the guys who are still on the pga tour and are still friends the do you do any week to week do you do any weekly dfs you yes mean, i mean okay so talk to me about that how'd you do that i I love how you reached out for. Oh, hold on! Is it going just as bad? Oh no! Like week as far as DFS goes, weekly. I, I mean, I'm not winning. I'm breaking even every week, pretty much. So what week? What week are we just in? We're we just not we're, week nine. We're entering, week ten. We're entering week ten now. All right, whatever. So I won my DFS league last week for the first nice. time. First place. Nice. 80 bucks, 80 bones, 80 smackaroos. It's a fantastic weekend. Which basically kind of almost puts me at even for the year. So just one more of those and we'll be good. Good to go. All you need is one win sometimes and it can make your whole year. I've, I've, I've decided that I'm going to allow my brain to do some analysis, not much, but some. So we have such our, our, our league is all, we only do the Sunday games just in Sunday. I think even day games, like we've just okay. decided, we decided, I think after a season or two, I came in about two or three seasons in, but then um, in my iteration, we decided to just kind of limit it to that scope. Forget the sure. Thursday night, uh, you know, tremors or, you know, scaries. Yep. And then even like just going into Monday, even waiting till Sunday night, we just said F it one o'clock, four o'clock, because yeah. you, it's still the same pool of players. I mean, six well, of one doesn't the other. And that is the, considered the main slate, so that makes perfect sense. Right. Everything, so for the you know, first Sunday time, night's a showdown, Monday night's a showdown, then you have your weird Sunday, Monday nights, then you have your Thursday through Mondays. You know, and it's, it's, there's a lot of options, but the main slate, yes, you're right. That Sunday 1 and 4 o'clock game slate is 
the most popular for sure. And it just makes sense, like you said. So I took the guru's picks. I stepped back. And after just following the guru, uh, I had something like $1,200 in, in salary mm-hmm. left. So that's when I went back in and just kind of base. It was almost like, <laughs> I don't know if you ever played the old Nintendo game, Baseball Stars. Yes. And yeah. And you'd go in and you had certain dollars mm-hmm. and you could pump up their running or whatever. That's yep. basically what I went back and did and just priced out quarterback <laughs> and flex and they both delivered. Mm-hmm. So uh, perfect. I was, I was pretty happy with that flying high there, nice. but let's go back to what you brought up at the beginning, the Houston what? open, the Houston oh, yes. going on the PGA tour. Who gives a, who gives a flip? This is, this is really kind of, Kind of, kind of. I'm, I'm really starting to already get over fall golf, and I know I'm not. That's, I mean, like this is the golf podcast, but it is hard. I don't care who's playing in the the whatever Houston Open because the backdrop of everything else and knowing it is such a long way mm-hmm. until Augusta. Um, I know. Or for or for me personally, I do that for the masses. For me personally, I get up for the players. That's sure. Know, the, I do too. I mean, my personal connection there and my love affair with that property, but. I just don't care what Houston open. Great. Somebody's going to win 500 bonus points for the FedEx cup. Um, I'm, let me guess. You can catch it three o'clock to six o'clock on golf channel. And then probably that's probably about it. it. Maybe actually maybe NBC's got no NBC doesn't have it anymore. And CBS no. and Fox sure shit ain't running golf on Sunday. So no, no, it's most likely just the golf channel right now. Uh. I'm Which at, no, I'm, I don't mind the team. I like I like Trevor Immelman. I like the I, I like their coverage. I am just having a hard time getting super duper up for fall golf, which is good because I think next week we're going to have a friend join us to talk about the biggest distraction of the year, yes. live. Which I'm going to need. I, I need that. I need a reason to tune back in to anything live related. I think I, I saw mm-hmm. that maybe Xander Shoffley and Patrick Cantlay was <laughs> the names floating around. Did they go? Didn't they? I googled right before. I haven't heard anything, and I feel like that would have blown up my – with the way I've been going back and forth with some trolls at times, I, I feel like that would have popped up in my algorithm for sure. <laughs> what? Pause. Who are you uh, – are you are you keyboard battling some some so, people out there? Talk to so me, Goose. So uh, I'm did not. I leave my wingman hanging? No, no, no. So I'm not, actually. Which is funny. It was, I think it was, it was one day last week, or maybe it was even over the weekend. I forget. I just, I simply like reiterated a point you made on the show, like that this is just, um, just just own that they're a startup and, and and be happy with that and and accept that and stop demanding stuff basically, mm-hmm. and uh, and then that start but then that started a troll chirping war between two other people on my comments and the next thing I knew I had like twenty comment there's twenty notifications on my one comment, and I just sat back and enjoyed it. Well, <laughs> but but it did strike it does it does just remind me that like people have taken the this division in golf right now so personally it's just outrageous <laughs> all right so it's election day let's not let, let's is. not let, let's not let's not dismiss it hope you voted if you didn't vote today hope you voted before don't yes. vote tomorrow it's too late um <laughs> but you you nailed it in the sense of people taking things personally and almost almost taking other people's actions, thoughts, words, seeing whatever their own personal worst prejudice or bias is in there and mm-hmm. diving for it. And of course I'm using general uh, generalizations cause that's what we're talking about. But that the way, that way of thinking that if somebody's doing something different than you, then they're doing it despite you period. Exactly. Now yeah. I, I, 
there are certain people in the there are certain people in the world of golf that I think Greg Norman is doing despite this. Uh, uh, yeah, and I, he, I agree. But, but like, but like uh, Joe shit the Ragman and you know uh, keyboard carry going back and forth in your comments about mm. uh, what was the, I'm guessing it was something about how moral and awful this is or isn't. Oh no, it was. Um, let me try to pull up exactly because I do forget the general arguments. Well, that while you pull I was, it up, I want to get I, I want I was, the specifics, but. I mean, honestly, getting so wound up about it. I genuinely enjoy coming on here every Tuesday, talking to you for Mm -hmm. an hour, hour and a half, whatever it may be, about golf when it's golf, anything else when it's anything else. Uh, But doing it, having fun, exercising some demons, uh, getting some thoughts out there, and and hopefully sparking some conversation. I hope some people walk away and they go, huh, didn't think about it that way. Damn right. Either one is good with me. But at the end of the day, I genuinely hope that when you put down the phone or the keyboard mm-hmm. that you do look up every once in a while and you've got people that you enjoy and things that you enjoy doing, whether it's reading, writing, watching, doing, building, climbing, sleeping, something that brings that blood pressure back down because Twitter is not reality. It's a medium of communication. And I'm going to leave it at that. Mm-hmm. And the people, whatever happens in these elections across the country today, the world's going to keep spinning. Tomorrow we're going to wake up. Gas is still going to suck to pay for, but you're going to need it. And everybody's going to be doing whatever they can to pinch a yep. penny here and there. Welcome to America. It happens from time to time. Look at the, look at the, look at the roles, look at the history books. Mm-hmm. Every couple of decades we go through this, not to minimize it <clears throat> much more, much more to show solace and comfort in it in the sense of, We've been there before. We will get through it, and there will be another PGA Tour season. Now, Liv, I I don't know, because I don't know how much more you can just keep pumping money down a tube in in almost i don't know what the roi is i don't i I, they've got to start coming up with some people who say we want to own these teams otherwise the saudi investment fund is going to get seriously bored seriously quick and it'll like i said it'll be interesting if our if our if our buddy can join us next week still uh i'm sent an email out just to kind of confirm uh we have we we have a connection to somebody who had a front row seat to the live the live kind of invitational tour this year and got the walk walk and talk with some with the people. So hopefully you can mm-hmm. join us next week and give us that insight. Uh, Cause my armchair quarterback analysis over here is <laughs> it's bigger than golf. It's bigger than politics. There is something that's kind of icked through society. And I think it might be part of my theory on access to information, the internet, the human brain, you know, mm-hmm. the arc of human time has been so long and the amount of time we've had this kind of access to information and each other is just, that's it. That's as long mm-hmm. as we've had it. Maybe it, you know, we're playing catch up. And part of that is to go through this process and have these, have these kind of awareness moments of just because everything is at my fingertips does not make me the center of the universe anymore. There yeah. endeth the lesson. It's a good lesson though. And which basically kind of leads right into what these two guys were going. They've what, what was very apparent by the, these two people on Twitter going back at it with each other is that they this is not their first time going back at it back and forth with each other on twitter uh because they were referring to each other uh by the first names of their of their handles um and were taking shots because this one guy just like randomly chimed in on another guy's comments i never forget that this guy thinks that his millions watch live golf in iran 
and then he called him a fangirl. Um, and then he, the other guy called the one guy a stalker. Um, <laughs> where, where, where's this guy? Where's this guy bringing Iran into it? And, and actually that's, I, that, that, that's a question I've never thought about myself. Like it is such an information blackout with that country for God, geopolitical reasons, whatever. Yeah. Um, big sport in Iran. I mean, I don't, I, I don't think, I mean, I, I know they're huge so. into I soccer. Know. I believe cricket's massive. Cricket's um, massive. Kind of, there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, like the Commonwealth sports that spread throughout the world when the sun didn't set on the British empire. But that would be interesting because I guess golf is a Commonwealth sport. But it, they, Iran, that's where we went with this. Well, is it just basically, basically where it ended is that one guy ended up blocking the other guy, and that was that. <laughs> he blocked him. He blocked him. <laughs> like that's what I'm saying. Though, like people are just getting like so personal to where they end up like two comments of go- after going back and forth, like two comments, like they're not even talking about the original subject anymore. Which was live golf. And if you want to find out what that, that thread was, go find the uh, at real Mr. Mallard on Twitter. I'm going to say it again because he doesn't have it on the screen for us. We're going to have to fire some more oh, interns in the production truck. But at real Mr. Mallard on Twitter, at this buds for you, anywhere you can find it. But that's with the, the letter U. I think, do I have Y-O-U? I got to change you that. You do it's have Y-O-U. Look at this. Amateur hour over here. Wow. I'll take it back wow. off the screen then. Wow. Take it off the screen. <laughs> Take it off the screen. Take this it Bud's off for screen. you. Well, it's all it's all misspelled, anyways. There's I don't want to get sued by Budweiser, so it's F O R E and then just the short U because yeah. I don't know. I thought I was being funny. Uh, hey, live I golf. I appreciate it. I, I, I appreciate the cut of your jib. Live golf's coming back next year with everything that we said they were going to. Sixty players, yeah. twelve teams. There's no there's no scuttlebutt on any kind of investors owning these things yet. Um, just the opposite. The big ownership news I saw was, I guess, uh, Fenway ownership group's going to put Liverpool up. They're looking at getting over five billy for mm-hmm. the the football club. Which good. It's about, yeah, yeah. Start, it's about time they start focusing back on the the Red Sox, the team that their ownership club is named after. So, uh, does it bother you at all? <laughs> Actually, we put a bow on the live thing. 13, yeah, 14 events. I guess they're allowed to miss one. Maybe, maybe not off with your head. I don't know what kind of equity I would like to know more yeah. about the equity piece because that would talk to me. That would, that would speak more to longevity. If there's only like four or five guys, if it's just DJ mm-hmm. Phil and maybe like Cam Smith who have <laughs> equity in, in this, then I could see, you know, that's kind of too much of an elitist crowd, but yeah. it is an elitist exhibition tour. And I say elite meaning, you've capped it at 60 guys and from mm-hmm. the outside looking in, there's no pathway to it other than to be in the club and sign mm-hmm. over your rights. And also I don't, I don't blame these other tours saying if that's where you are putting your primary you know, attention, we're going to say, sorry, we don't want you playing in our tournaments that everybody, ah, that's not Every, right. But everybody, everyone's within their own right to, to make those decisions as their own business entities. You know, and you go, you go into the town square naked and you scream profanities. Don't be surprised if people watch. Were you in my college town? I was about to, <laughs> college town. I wish you would. I wish you would have gone. I wish you would have gone. Like, were you following me yesterday? But, um, <laughs> that would have been better. Because I can tell you, at one point, probably in college, if not sooner than that, uh, I've been naked screaming profanities in public I, uh maybe not in public a, view of anybody but i was it definitely co- is it college if you weren't at least once i don't think so no, it wasn't. <laughs> all right so live golf we'll be back for more we will follow yes. them but we'll follow them in the same way that um 
you know, you find out that your favorite band's lead singer split off and formed a group. And it's like, all right, I'm not going to buy the albums or go to the, to the, the concerts unless you get free tickets. Thanks again, oh. Liv, for, you know, letting us cover that up close and personally. Well, at least then we could say to people, no, we have seen it. And there is something oh, yeah, there, but true. this is, this is what it is. And just because you have people who used to do the similar activity in a yeah. different setting, that setting and prestige and everything didn't follow them over. So I'm sorry. No, uh, I'll stick with the Beatles. I'm not going to go check out Paul McCartney or the Wings. So Liv is done. I think the PGA Tour, as far as I'm concerned, I love them and I can't, I'll follow it. I'll, I'll tune in Sunday. I loved seeing mm-hmm. Russell Henley last week. Go dogs. Speaking of a big weekend for I Georgia, was, you know, I was going to bring it up for you. <laughs> well, that's how we're going to pivot into it. There we um, go. First things first, I had, I did have my Mahler brothers, second ball, all American red pocket tee on. That's why it's not on right now. Thank you. I had that on uh, while watching the game. Div Piv, when you go see them, whether it's our t-shirt or not, we'd love for you to buy the <coughs> second ball American, but all their swag's pretty, pretty sweet. Yeah. And also Piper golf. Thank you. Once again, um, your balls are going to keep me company in my basement all, all off season. And I will <laughs> let you, I'll get back to you with updates there. It's, 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 it was a great weekend for Georgia, for Georgia sports, for Georgia alumni. I, I love that. I got to say go dogs to Patrick Reed, knowing that he had an icky departure and he kind of gave me that look a sideways yeah. glare, but Russell Henley <laughs> pulling an all time sec. It just means more move um, following the game <laughs> while he's leading this tournament and openly taught like his caddy was given an interview saying, no, it's part of my job. He wants to know the score at any given moment. Yeah. I, I love it. First of all, anybody who questions yeah. anybody who questions the habits of any of these performers, whether it's how they work out or don't work out, what they eat or don't eat, what if they look at a leaderboard or if they don't, we've seen the gamut. I love the pictures of John Daly and Tiger Woods standing on the green together at St. Andrews, and it just says mm-hmm. these two are elite athletes in the same sport. And it's yes. true. So yeah. I think it's really effing cool that these guys, these golfers, A, follow the sport as close as they do. B, they've got their college logos on the bags. I don't know if you have noticed that. Yes, um, they do. I've, I, yeah, they, that, almost, that was new this year, right? No, well, they've they, been doing that. A lot of folks have been doing it. More are starting to do it. That's probably I was going to say, I know over the last season that I saw a lot more of it. But he said it helps him kind of keep loose out there and you know keep his mind off. And Jack Nicholas was famous for, for saying that was his superpower, being able to just switch it on and switch it off. So whether it's golf scores or, you know, cooking <laughs> tips or, you know, not everybody is tiger laser focused in nothing to say for six yeah. hours, just, just asses to kick and birdies to make. <laughs> it's good. But I was, I was, uh, I did notice that, uh, that UGA win for you over the weekend. So I was, Oh, did you, I was happy for you. <laughs> you were, you were, you were one of the, you were one of the fans watching. Or did you just see the score? No, so I didn't watch the game itself, but I I, I did pick Tennessee to win though. Uh, but I, but I'm I had right. already I had already lost my parlay at that point, so it didn't matter. So at that point, I didn't really care who won. Honestly, <laughs> you always care, go dogs. And they look good, man. The the score was tighter than the game actually was because second half rain came, and you know you yeah. already have you already have a three score lead. Lock it down, just ride it out. Yep. Perfect. <clears throat> Tennessee now is like, I think it's like two and a half times more likely to make the college football playoff than they were before the game after that loss, because history shows if they can run the table and their only loss is to, is to the undefeated sec champs or whatever, like exactly, then, yeah. yeah it, it, I mean, pretty much. <laughs> and so, I mean, between them, 
Oregon, if Oregon can win out again, they're, they'll have a Pac-12 title and their only loss being to Georgia at the beginning of the year. And TCU, just with the fact that they've been, they've won a lot of big, they've won a lot of ranked uh, games against mm-hmm. ranked opponents, ranked games. They don't rank the game, derp. <laughs> uh, so I, you know, I mean, Georgia, Georgia, Tennessee, TCU, and then you got mm-hmm. Michigan, Ohio State. One's going to knock out the other. I mean, there's. Tennessee is the one that has to roll off, but you look at the five major major conferences, and you could you could have five conference champs and only four chairs, uh, and then still having a couple of one loss teams. It's going to be fun and interesting to pay attention to a guy like you who primarily focuses on NFL, mm-hmm. hockey, and you know I don't know maple syrup. Do you golf. this time <laughs> golf? We are um, a golf show. <laughs> Is this the time of year that you become kind of a college football fan? No. Because oh, my, God. Because my college football team is Boston College, who is awful. I like I I'm a legitimate not, fan. Like I'm a legitimate fan of them. And they oh, just so like it. Then. So it's just no. That'd be like and, if I was and, a basketball guy and you know went to Georgia. Like Georgia, ugh, not, you know, it's like, oh God. Yeah, and then and for the rest of the stuff that I ha- like I do like Sure, it's the time of year where we're we're in that halfway point of the NFL season where a lot of people start to kind of fade off with it. But you know, because I do content for that too, like I, I'm still fully in on on the NFL. You well, know, you're depressing as week. hell. <laughs> Why? No, uh, I I was gonna say I always kind of get into whatever major sport is going on about two thirds or three quarters of the way through. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not even there, but I'm wearing my my Celtics shirt. It's like the third time I've done that because we're I'm a, I'm a TikToker now. Um, <laughs> mostly just because I saw it the other day. I was like, ah, it's basketball season again. We can get this yep. guy back out. I won't really pay attention to them much until June again. Are they in the playoffs? Are they not? Same thing yeah. with hockey. Uh, I saw that. Uh, give me killing the, give it. me, give me the, give me the bar room or coffee shop explanation of, because I live in this world in this part of the country, what was going on with the Bruins the last week or so with some oh. kid What's the what's the long and the short of it? The the short answer is that they the Bruins just were, I guess, just blind to. Oh, I don't even know how to say. It. Like they they just were they were so tone deaf to how signing this this guy um, Mitchell Miller, I think it's I think he goes by Mitchell. It's Mitch Miller though, um, who was si- drafted in the fourth round by the Coyotes. Um, Arizona, yeah, um, like a, like a few. I forget, I forget exactly what year it was, but um, it might have been last year, twenty twenty, maybe it was. I forget the exact year, but whatever. He was drafted after he was drafted. Um, a local paper or news station down there did a story on him about how he had um, basically bullied and harassed and abused this um, a, a disabled uh, black kid from the ages of like second grade all the way until they were like 16. Um, and Arizona, the coyotes cut ties with them almost immediately after in the fallout of that story. And, uh, and that was that. And the Bruins for some reason, without even meeting with him in person, without like doing, I don't think really any real vetting other than they're just saying, Oh, it's a mistake that like the main thing that was in that period of time that he got charged, like, you know, really called out and accused on was something in like the eighth grade. I think they just kind of like, oh, he was a kid and just signed him, even though 
they didn't check with the NHL. The NHL came out like a day later and said, we were not made aware of this signing. He's not eligible. So like it was this big PR nightmare <laughs> for the, the NH- Bruins. The NHL can veto, can just like, can veto uh, an organization. Oh, real quick. Well, okay. Now I do know what you're talking about here. Cause I thought I w- what I overheard on the radio was essentially uh, that they were, they were making kind of the analogy of everything on paper made you go. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Yeah. You have to be, but you have, that's, that's from the objective. Like, like you just said, looks like this kid was an awful kid. And so your brain goes, that's when he was a kid. Sure. Maybe he's moved on. But if you read the next, if you read like just, just, just one more and page, you realize the level you of, went through the deep, amount of time that it lasted and the duration and of things. it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so, and that's what, and then it was like, and that's why the Bruins took a shot and said like, Okay, looks like things, but it's like yeah. it just it, now it looks like amateur hour. Okay, and now they've Curious. cut t- now they've cut ties with them. Um, I was I was but, more concerned, like I was more concerned, like the NHL at any given moment. Like let's say I'm a world class, you know, mm-hmm. hockey player, and I, and the Bruins are like, hey, we need you all of a sudden, and I just hey, we sign up. I, just the NHL has the ability to go, no, that guy can't play. Or was there something about this kid's background in that situation? Because when they say he's not eligible, did they mean by age or like he's still under certain restrictions with Arizona? No, no, I think it was. I'm assuming when he, the Arizona cut ties with him, if they hadn't, he was going to be under some sort of there was like a pending. Yeah, like some sort of league um, disciplinary action okay. or something is what I'm assuming. Um, and then they just cut ties with them, so the league never like carried those out. So the second I, he was so signing, they were like, a, "Wait a minute, lack, we're going to have to like follow through with this," which means he's not eligible to even be signed right well, now because we like, have a better analogy. The the NHL kind of said to Arizona, "All right, if you want to sign this kid, this is what we know about him, and because of that, these are the stipulations. Sure, you can sign him, but he's going to have to wait a year and a half to play or whatever the heck it was." And Arizona said, "All right, we're out." And so yeah. Bruin said, Ooh, look at this. And they came in and the NHL's like, but wait a minute. The, those stipulations were not, they weren't specific yeah, this to Arizona. This is like a yeah. year, like a year to two, I believe it's been since he was drafted even by Arizona. It's so like, he's interesting. So like what are this? What, uh, okay. <laughs> and so uh, no, no, this is fascinating because even yeah. like from the kid's side, you know, workers rights to how <laughs> long can they horror? Like, of course, like everything else is going to end up in court. Mm-hmm. But that's what I saw somebody again ranting and raving about something that looked good on paper, and then once you yeah. look, and how, what a just like the I it can't, wasn't a good like, look. <laughs> well, just like the broke back story of the year, live can't quit it. Mm-hmm. It comes back to you know live golf, where Dan Patrick says it the best. You know, you make your own, you make your own decisions, you make your own kind of bed, you make you know you have to mm-hmm. do what you have to do for you and your family, X Y Z, etc. Ad nauseum. You know what you know about this league and whether or not you feel that way, the stigma now exists out there or the yeah. facts are the facts. And pe- certain people will put these facts together <clears throat> and some of them are foundational and some of them are window dressing. Um, you can't control them all. And you, and you, and you can't control and you can't control how everybody decides to put them together. Every, everybody's brains are different computers. They're wired mm-hmm. differently. The inputs go in differently. So you have to make room for that when you do things like sign with live or be a proponent, um, you know, I look at like the country club adjacent guys. I, first of all, just that side of the game mm-hmm. has always been there, right? It's been a very quiet, sleepy corner of, 
yeah. people who are just willing to bust each other's, you know, so that's why I love that it's on the forefront now because mm-hmm. golf can be a sport that is nothing but fun, nothing but fun, no competition. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as you're not, <clears throat> as long as you're not hurting anybody else. And as long as you freaking keep the pace of play, sure come come one come all and nothing's off limits so they have but they have not been co-opted but i mean they 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 kind of blew up because of Mm -hmm. the access they got to these these guys through live their product was already good in the first place like i said kind of um dudes Mm -hmm. in every sense of the word just a bunch of dudes who like to try to make each other laugh and we joined to the pros what exactly all of us do to each other it's it's Ashton it's Ashton Kutcher and Punked all over again. Why did everybody yeah. want to watch Punked? Not because people were getting pranked, because famous people were getting pranked. So why exactly. do we want to see the Country Club of Jason guys? Not because people are talking shit and making insults. It's famous people getting exactly. there. So do they do they get treated? Because I I kind of put them in the entertainment category, and so yeah. do they get treated like a piece of entertainment? Is that same stigma out there with them? Or do they get a pass because they're more of covering or kind of parallel to this work? Because they are they 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 are there under like press credentials, so to speak. Right? They are. Yep. They have they have the behind the ropes. So they have the the highest press credentials you can get. Right. Um. So they can get that access and they have that access. On they do most. Of their, By the way, do, I love it. I like. I, oh I, yeah. Everything about it. This they is do much their more filming like on the Wednesday. Pra- yeah, they do their filming on the the Wednesday practice round when they're out there with the the. Uh, Excuse me, with the sponsors uh, playing rounds with them. The like, so they're, yeah, they're out there doing that with them. Um, no, because I don't. I think they get. I think it's a pass because because they are the live live doesn't need them. Uh, I don't. Yeah, think, they do. Well. <laughs> Do you know how much? That, you know, do, you, do you know how much street credit the, the love of a, of a of a social media outlet and an influencer mm-hmm. group like that gets, and the bleed over into other sports like skateboarding? One of the guys is huge into skateboarding. That's like his main thing. Yeah. And you talk about a, a counterculture sport, and so there's a massive market over there for guys who might be like, "You're right. You don't have to be PGA." So, so I it, so when I say like, it's. It's tough because I don't think there should be stigma on anybody, right? No, yeah. But, and, and it makes and it makes sense for them to be doing it at live because of live as the atmosphere, the that, atmosphere. Uh, that 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 um what's it called that yeah. uh, welcomes that. Yes. Like, like we've said, now I, I'd have to I'd have to look to to really see how much they're mentioning or showing anything live when it comes to um the videos they put out, like I'm not sure how much they're necessarily pushing the live brand in their videos or if they're just taking advantage of the access of it. I don't think they have to. And that's what I was saying where I'm not sure they like it's partnership marketing. I don't, I don't view them as hand in hand with live. I view them as their own thing. So Uh, that's that's what I was getting at is I actually do see them hand in hand with live unofficially because those are the only, that's the only coverage they're getting. Those are the only events they're getting access to. They're not going to PGA. As a matter of fact, PGA tour is they've, they've kind of road tested their own version of that in several, in different ways. Uh, One was like a blatant ripoff. And, and I don't even remember the name of it. I just remember hearing about it going, come on guys, like find your own shit. Uh, And again, not in a bad way, but so 
I, I do have a question for the folks who who want to who want to take all the negative stereotypes of Saudi Arabia and 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 and, and what's entailed and just say like where does that line stop then? Because you know, how many degrees of separated do you have to be before your hands are clean? Because I go back to my iPhone analogy of sure. probably made in a sweatshop. Uh, See, I think it goes. I think it goes down to a deeper, larger question that I think. I think the question that it actually that I think you're trying to get at that I think it it speaks. This question might like make it clear is that for all these guys, the golfers, for the guys like a country club adjacent, anybody who's going to live events to further themselves in whatever way, how much is your dream worth? Or like where, like you said, where's the line of what is is your dream worth? The potential criticism if you're tied to this, or like like to what point are you willing to stop chasing? Like, is it not worth the the headache? Because the golfers, like they are all some of them for money, some of them as a way into the professional golf world on a you know quote unquote fast track to the money. The country club adjacent guys getting out there because it gives them the best access to get them the most like the best content they can get. It just makes sense, you know. Like we've said before, there might be a price from the from the haters of the social and moral aspects of the money back in the tour, but I think it just comes down to at what point do you draw that line for what you're trying to achieve as a personal person, personal I think person. <laughs> and I'll put it, and I'll put it out there because you're you're stump. I think you draw it right at the beginning and you, sh- you, you shut the, you shut the fuck up. You look in the yeah. mirror before you start casting stones, you stop taking what other people are trying to do, give them the benefit of the doubt and assume that they're doing it. Like you said, for the right reasons for access for, and you know, Oh, they're doing it for the money. You're damn right. Where's my bag. I like, I, yeah. I do it. I do it in a heartbeat. Exactly. So whatever, whatever their reasons, give them the benefit of the doubt a little bit and just back off the, the gas pedal. Yeah. That you want to you want to go after them? Go after them for their lack of viewers. Go after them for their stupid <laughs> makeup. Go after them for the, the the confusing. You know, go full hearty on them. Yeah, and, look at the and, actual and, format of of golf, how it sure. relates to golf and golf only, or or their lack of performance. I mean, I, I don't yeah. even care if people want to cat if people want to talk shit about they don't have a TV program yet because I think that's fair criticism to say you got how many how, what how much billions sunk into this already or promised and you still don't have a product that it, now again have they been blackballed unofficially no i don't think they've been quote unquote blackballed unofficially i think business yeah. people are making business decisions and these massive media contracts that have been in place for decades it's not the good old boy network and trying to keep greggy yeah. out i think it's greg norman knew what he was getting into he picked he thought he was picking a fight with a bully and instead, he's just picking a fight with a bigger person. Neither yeah. one of them are, you know, it's like, it's like you weren't getting bullied, Greg. You know, not every, not every idea gets shot down is because that person is just, oh, they don't get me. So you, what you got, you got. Embrace it, which I think mm-hmm. he is embracing it a little too much. You've heard me say he should be in the background more. Um, yeah. and, and I think you will see. I think that's probably some of the feedback's going to be that. Let's find our faces. Bubba's one of them already. We saw that. Uh, Phil Mickelson was doing like was doing tower coverage or whatever mm-hmm. during the team the team finals, which I watched not one single mm-hmm. shot. I saw a social media post that said Dustin Johnson got richer, and then I saw 
yeah. uh, one that Pat Perez was doing some stupid dance and his eyes got closer. And that was it. I, <laughs> outside of that, I didn't see, cause again, you getting more money doesn't make my socks roll up and down and I'm not yeah. being a hater. It's much more of just like, cause I mean, yeah, you got $28 million now. Okay. So here's the, here's the, here's, you're, still, you're still not as good at golf as those guys. Here's what it, here's where it goes to. And, and I touched on this in my old article about Tiger Woods winning the masters and whatnot and his emotion behind it. There's no way in hell you're going to get a winner of a, a live golf tournament. Even if it's their claim to be their biggest one of the year, there's no way you're going to get the winner of that golf tournament. Um, in tears, hugging his family up by side of the green because they accomplished something. All you're gonna get is the rah rah, like oh my, like the like you're saying, the more money, like because that's what the atmosphere is. It's, it, since the money is what's driving the 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 focus and and the um, oh man, I can't think of my words tonight. Well, because the money is what's driving the uh, the ambition for their play. Like they, it's almost like the personal feelings that can also creep into golf or being pushed aside. And I you're not going to get the same stories as you're going to get on the PGA. You're not going to get that same appreciation for a win. I don't think. No. And that's what they want right off the rip. And what exactly. they got to understand about that is there's no, there, n- nobody as an adult grew up dreaming of live golf right now. It still mm-hmm. is a business opportunity, uh, yeah. which is a different kind of emotion. I do think that you might see that, or you did see it a little bit from the Spanish kid who was fresh out of college um, and then actually, no, he Fair won enough. that DP world tour. He won, but he, he yep. was the DP world tour. And then, and then he won, uh, no, he won the live, the, he won the live event. Sorry. Yeah. The Oklahoma yes, state kid did, won yeah. the live event. Yeah, it was Chicago, the first time the Chicago. four aces. it broke. Yeah. It broke the four aces streak. Yeah. I can see that. You know, like James Pyatt from Michigan State, if that, Piot, that's whatever. A, that's a fair point, though. I didn't even think about that, but you're right. Those guys, that's but a fair point. It's for. different emotion, though. It is. Mm-hmm. It is that it, they would get that same. They would get a little bit more, but they would get that similar financial security, you know, from winning their first PGA Tour event because not mm-hmm. the immediacy of it, but because yeah. of the exemptions it comes with and the opportunity. And that's where we go back to participation trophy golf versus what's on the line. Um, so you'll see some of that, especially when some of these quote unquote, no names or some people who come out of nowhere mm-hmm. and they win their first yeah. uh, live event. And all of a sudden it's like $4 million and that, that would have taken them how many years of grinding on the PGA tour and corn Ferry tour. So I get that, but it's a different emotion to your point. If that's not my dreams mm-hmm. just came true. That was, that's my hard work has paid off faster than I thought it was going to. And yes. so those, those are equally valid you know, reactions, but there, there is a difference in that. Will Zalatoris said it, it's more money. It's not life-changing money. You know, there, you know, life-changing money, you hit to that threshold and you know, once you get there, then it is just more Rory said it. I've said it, not that I have it. Uh, And now Will Zalatoris, you know, we're going to see more of it. So hopefully the Houston open can make somebody else's dreams come true. Hey, it might, it's, it's got a nice mixed field in there. So Speaking of dreams coming true, can the Pats make an outside run at this playoffs? That defense, I mean, it hasn't been against great competition. Yeah. So looking, so I was just actually looking at a um, at a website quarter quarter four. Um, let me make sure they're a .com. That's awful of me. Pretty sure. No, that's why I didn't think so. There, it's quarter four io. Um, so keep an eye out for them. I'm actually going to be doing a, a Patriots uh, prediction show using their. Uh, their software, they they have prediction software. They have 
um, to where you can change the, the prediction will change compared to uh, guys that you show as in or out for that week for the team. It'll change the percentage of winning. Uh, they give their own odds for a per- prediction of winning based on the odds. Uh, so it's a, it's a nice tool to kind of do some um, simulation research. Uh, so we're diving into that. I'm going to be doing a, a Patriots-centered show uh, here in the coming probably week or two. So be on the lookout for that. But what I'm getting at is, so I, I w- just randomly looked at their NFL kind of season preview uh, predictions for the rest of the season. They actually have the Patriots sneaking in as a wild card right now, um, which I was a little surprised by. They have them finishing third in the uh, AFC East and with the Dolphins, Patriots, and Bills all making the playoffs. Hold on one second. I got it. <laughs> Sorry, I was just picking up that plug you dropped. Um <laughs> But that is good news. I mean, the tide looks like the tide's turning. I never lost the faith. Uh, the, uh, yes. the the thing about the Pats is, you know, this is not college football. Style points don't matter. It's either you're a one or a zero. Every I used to seriously, seriously, <laughs> shameless plug. <laughs> well, what he's written, um, so they, just to, to tie this shit, the, both of these shameless plugs off with a bow here, there will be a simulation done by a different personality here at Belly Up Sports media for each of the 32 NFL teams. So be on the lookout for your teams. Uh, There'll be like an hour long episode for all the teams. So keep an eye out for all of them. Listen, only plugs not allowed on this show are the ones that go in your, and you know what I'm talking okay. about. So, uh, <laughs> but a, a phrase that I used to hate, I mean, absolutely hate. It was up there with the major psychotic fucking hatreds and not yeah. a pet peeve was, it was football players just trying to go one and every week. Want to know every week? <laughs> I, I I used to absolutely hate that. Listening to and, too much Bill Belichick. <laughs> and well, and I'm just like, why not just say we want to win all our games? We know we're not going to, and it's because that is too big. That's to you know win all win them all. You can't. the The reality is you can't win them all, and so you do have to get your vision down to you go one and oh yeah. each week. Let the I get the idea of, of keeping the focus. I still, I still think it sounds arrogant, pompous and stupid, <laughs> but then again, that's coming from me, but that seems to be, this could be that fumbling, bumbling, stumbling. All they mm-hmm. need are a few more weeks like this out of the defense. And yeah, and, they need to fit. So it's their bye week this week. They need right? to figure out the offense on this bye week. Um, who's I, the, I heard, who's the running it. back? Well, who's the running Stevenson? Yeah, so I heard an inter- so um, on Stevenson. I heard an interesting stat brought up on the radio that actually s- shocked me because um, I hadn't done the research to look at the stats. But you know, we watch these games, and I think everyone watching the games realizes that Stevenson is the most explosive player on the offense. First uh, words out Patriots. of my wife's mouth, and and he's ki- and like when he runs the ball, he looks explosive. But then if you look at the stats so far in the season, uh, he's the uh, we have the number twenty second ranked run offense in the league, which I thought I was shocked that it was that low. Um, and he's ranked 41st in yards uh, before contact, meaning he's getting hit immediately, which means our offensive line blows right now. And the fact that he has looked as explosive as he has with as little room and little time he's had to, to really make a, a clear read on where he needs to go just speaks more volumes to him. But if only if they got to figure out the offensive line and the receivers' chemistry with Mac Jones this this bye week, or they're screwed wow. because they're gonna they have like another one or two 
quote unquote easy weeks left on their schedule before it starts to get a little tougher. Some again. haymakers <laughs> coming in at the end there. I was looking at that. They, the got, they get the Bills on Thursday night football, December first. Obviously, that's gonna. I mean, yes, the Jets just. Josh beat. Allen's soft. Been playing too much <laughs> golf in the offseason. Well, well, what could be big here is that Josh Allen is hurt now. He he got hurt in the like last. I said, of, soft. Of, uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Well, they're explore they're exploring the possibility of uh, I guess he was I haven't actually seen an update on this. I got to check into this, but they were looking at his UCL um, and his throwing shoulder or throwing arm. As I forget if UCL is elbow or shoulder, I think it's elbow actually. Uh, but he it sounds like he if it is that the Bills' outcome for the season might drastically change. Yeah, and and I think that's wonderful news. I mean, thoughts and prayers to him and his family, but. Uh, I do think that that bodes well, but what I like what you're saying, Tommy John surgery. Well, and I'm glad Ryan said that because that's what I was trying to think of. That is what they were exploring. If that is in fact, you watch, means, so. you watch, I just, you I couldn't watch, find the words. <laughs> so back when I was, back when I was a young buck baseball player, I still hate that Bruce Springsteen said speedball, not even a fucking term. But back when I was a young buck baseball player, Tommy John surgery was just kind of becoming routine. And now in baseball, it's almost a rite of passage, especially not, yeah. I'm not saying it's the healthiest thing, but, no, but, you, but um, I be, wouldn't be shocked. It used to be a death sentence to your career though. It used to be, but now, but now what they're showing is because these guys are coming back from it and they're coming, bouncing back. Like almost, they're almost doing it, not preemptively, but it's like the first yeah. sign of it. It's like, let's go ahead and do it because we know now that we can bounce back. I get in our lifetime. I wouldn't be shocked if you start seeing some of that in football where it's like, Oh, he's in eighth grade and he's six one already. Let's go ahead and get that thing changed out now so that we can go build it up from the ground. I'm not a doctor, but I could just see that kind of happening. I mean, the logic yeah. makes sense to me. That but would the be bigger insane if, if like preemptive surgeries became a thing, is it like almost like you don't you don't like, think that there you don't think that there's preemptive surgery already in sports? Oh no, I'm sure there is, but I'm saying if it became like a like like to the level you're saying, like of like a like a, a sixth grader is what Guaranteed. I'm saying. Like like Listen, like looking at it like you're changing out the the transmission in your car. You know it's gonna you know there's a chance it might it might die in the next five years, but if you change it now, you're gonna get another thirty years out of it kind of thing. Real quick, back to your running back thing. That reminds me of the analogy of like the two baseball players from home to first. One's got bad form, one's got good form. Mm-hmm. They at the same time, you take the one with bad form because you teach him good form, and then he beats the other guy. It's, it does sound like they might have a special running back there, which Belichick's yes. known for finding diamonds in the rough, uh, and or just finding the undervalued is that the right term undervalued player or overlooked as we would say in the late i wouldn't even say stevenson was undervalued or overlooked i think he's surprising maybe the part of him that was undervalued was the fact that he is as versatile as he is the fact that he's been so successful catching the ball running routes blocking he's been able to do it all that's why bill belichick might actually pay this guy eventually so did you ever see varsity blues of course, that was like a teenage rite of passage movie right there. You know, talk about rite of passages. <laughs> teenage rite of passage. I remember seeing that in the movies with illicit substances, but that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> it was booze. We weren't doing drugs or anything. We were a bunch of redneck kids. To, what, year did, what year did that movie come out in? I was like late 90s. It was like 97, that, was 98, just, 99. That's what I was it, thinking, yeah. I want to say it was 98 or 99 because I remember we used to drive down to the beach listening to the soundtrack. It, but uh, going back soundtrack. to <laughs> – there's the the running back who has a knee problem the entire season. They just keep cranking him full of yeah. uh, cortisone shots right to his knee. Skip ahead 20 years, 25 years. 
And those are those kinds of, that's what I was getting at, like the preemptive surgery. Those are those scenarios that do a little digging. Again, I'm not, I'm not a big time Jay. Um, I'm not a journalist, uh, just curious mm-hmm. guy. And you, you, you look around and I'm sure you can find some stories where that, ver- that first sprain, it's like, well, it was a sprain now. So we know that if you sprain it two or three more times or even one more time or that yeah. kind of partial tear and instead of healing it over time, let's go ahead and just do that was the rumor about Mac Jones and that high ankle sprain mm-hmm. was that the Patriots were looking at it going, we need to go ahead and do the surgery. Now we know that this, this, this injury yeah. could, and he was saying, can we just wait? And it turns out they it wasn't, didn't, it wasn't as it wasn't, bad as it was originally thought to be, but what, again, so it goes back to though, what I was just getting at is it's not, it's not like it's, I'm saying Tommy John specifically might become one of those surgeries that sure. you, know, you want your, yeah, you want your kid to be Pat Mahomes, go ahead and get him the Tommy John's early and then let, that, this, you, in this let example, that good tendon stress out. But this in, example, yeah. I, what do you, so in, he turned out example, to be right, but he was, he did, he didn't go the Patriot way. Well, so the, in this example, comparison to Tommy John, Tommy John surgery, like you said, has been around for a long time now to where it's been able to evolve to the point where these guys are bouncing back. Yeah, this outpatient. this um, tight rope surgery that they were looking at for Mac Jones um, is, I don't know the exact years, but it's on the newer in the terms of medical procedures is on the newer end still. Mm-hmm. Um and you know there was good. I've heard good arguments to where Mac Jones saw Tua get this while he was in Alabama. Still, yeah, um, that's and, where I was and, about to go. And he saw the way he bounced back, and it worked for Tua. But he's also his other guys haven't bounced back the same way, and there is still a risk factor that I think is what Mac Jones ultimately was weighing against. And I don't blame him, given the situation where he is the young starter on a team who still expects to win right now. I don't blame him for not wanting to sit out like the majority of the rest of the year and potentially be, you know, looked over and thought that they might need to get another quarterback. I don't blame him for not wanting to grab it right now. Like that to me is almost as valuable as what his future down the road with this team would be. And to that, to, so in the point that I was, I was going to get at through this, but you brought it up first. Well, this was, you brought up the detour to my point, which was he did Perfect. have a front row seat to Tua getting this. He saw him bounce back, but then he also saw Tua break his hip shortly afterwards. So that, yes. <laughs> your when you, your brain, when you see those things and you're intimately up close to him, you can't separate the two either. So who knows? There could be some lingering, like, yeah. uh, you know, like some, some of that karmic BS that people don't buy into. But what I like about it is a subtle head nod to – uh, our assumptions about how draconian Bill Belichick in the Patriot way is here's mm-hmm. a kid who him and his quote unquote team. Uh, I don't know why I did that. All of these players are surrounded <laughs> by a team of people who a are either suckling at the teeth or B are just family friends, this, that, and the other who do genuinely support it. Yeah. Race car drivers aren't the only ones who got teams out there. Car run real good, but Mac Jones and his team <laughs> empowering him to say, kid, pump the brakes for two seconds. Yeah. Let's just what what is what what is twenty four hours for the next twenty four years of your life? I mean, that could have been his brain of wait one day, coach is pissed at you, he's pissed at you. What is he going to do? Bench mm-hmm. you? You're already on the bench. Or what is he going to do? Bench you? No. Like you you, you know just play funny, it out. Funny, funny and, enough, he did. But funny enough, <laughs> I know, right? Um, <laughs> for a game, 
For he again, gave, him, he for, gave him the, that was more situation that that game in the second half when he was going to come back and that thing was away from them already. Yeah, do let's, that. And, and so no, I, I was that's more of a joke because I don't think that was a legitimate. And then, and then Be- but then Belichick being cagey with the media all week about like oh he wasn't he wasn't eligible. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. First of all, Belichick, I, I genuinely <laughs> think his two favorite pastimes, three favorite pastimes, in no particular order, his fishing boat. Which I yep. think is now t- now named like eight rings or nine rings or whatever the hell he has. Does he um, use wedding rings? He does. His, it's named after his. It's, it's named after his. Uh, that's funny. That's actually pretty funny. Um, I thought I, I thought you were going somewhere else. No, playing playing with his adorable dog. Yep. I je- I think that I think I think nothing makes him happier than his his new wife it's and his the dog. Only other, the only other living thing in this world that he trusts to draft his team for him. And and and. F- fucking with anybody who's not on his level when it comes to football, yes. which is why when a, when a reporter or a journalist or an interviewer gets him on the history of the game or military stuff, he lights up and he engages because yeah. it would be like, I mean, honestly, it would be like you trying to seriously challenge me head to head in a golf match where I'm like, come on, man. Like it, you don't think I showed you on the course what I'm capable of? You don't- no, you did. You did, which is why I'm confident saying that. Um, you showed me exactly what you're capable. Which is why the analogy is so spot on. You know, oh, I don't. I don't care how long. She- I don't care how long Shefty's been around. He doesn't have the football brain that Belichick does. No, no, no yeah. offense to Adam Schefter. I just saw that he had fun at the Manning cast with his shirt off, which I thought was. Funny. I was just gonna bring up. Did you? Because that just reminded. Did you see that he was just randomly with his shirt off? Yeah. Like. What? the hell is he doing it's 20 it's 2022 like i i, I mean it's kind of like when, it's kind of like when they did fun. the it's kind of like when they did the john clayton commercial or uh, whatever he turns to the side and he's got the ponytail that we didn't know existed oh, um, oh yeah yeah remember he's that from his, back in the day he's in his mom's basement uh, with his uh heavy metal cutoff shirt yeah, yeah i remember that, that was a great so commercial. i think what this has kind of taught us is our assumptions about the outside looking in um, the quote unquote Patriot way and how hard it was may, it may have been a little more, uh, TB 12 than BB gun, but yeah, I definitely, cause Bill Belichick, every story you hear about him, sorry about that. Every story you hear about him, I didn't notice anything <laughs> always is surrounded by, um, or it always has, it always has this somebody with the caveat of he's funnier than. He's like, he's so much funnier than, than, than you understand. Or, you know, he's, he's hilarious. He always, and I think that is because he's simple. He's always wanted to do this. He's living out his dream. He's been around football his entire life. I mean, you hear him talk about going into the locker room and meeting George mm-hmm. Hallis when he was younger and, oh, the yeah. re- and the reverence with which he still speaks of that older generation. He still calls him like Mr. Brown. And, you know, yeah. he, he, the, the guy is, I, I, I definitely am team Belichick. Not I'll never give up Tom Brady. I liked him before you all had him back when he was at Michigan. I was obsessed with him as a kid. My parents were a Michigan family, right? So oh, that makes sense. Yeah. But I think this thing with Mac Jones is just another case of us, us and by us, I'm lumping in anybody else, but me taking the cheese, wanting a story. And eh, there's no story. There it was a high ankle sprain. And yep. the, the, the team doctors said, Oh, looks like it's this, and we recommend X. And his team went, all right, cool. We're just going to hold tight for a second and either get another opinion or just let it play out yep. for another day and then reassess. And which to be fair, to, which to be fair, and backing up Mac and his team, there was a lot of stories about him um, 
getting the fact that he got a second opinion was proof that he wasn't agreeing with the team and there was this rift between him and Belichick, which I thought was such a reach because when I heard that, when you see, this is where if you do the extra little step of research, you find out the doctor that he went to get a second opinion on is actually one of the the industry leading uh, doctors for the tightrope procedure that apparently the the team wanted him to get. So it's not like he went to someone who he knew like hated on this procedure. No, yeah, he wasn't going out there no. for confirmation bias from somebody. Yeah, who... He was going out to a guy that most likely was going to say yes to the procedure. And, and so he was I most likely going to pay, you know, yeah, here's the down payment for another beach house for this procedure. Yeah, when as, you know that, what kid? When I found that information out, I was actually did a 180 on that whole narrative, which I never bought into the narrative that Mac Jones and Bill and the team had this, negative communication between them. I was more so buying into, well, wait a minute, maybe Mac wants the surgery because he saw two would get it and have success. And maybe the team is saying no, I wasn't buying into that either, but I was more so on that side than the side that was out there in the news because I'm able, I, I put the pieces together in that he, he chose to go to a guy that does this procedure. They were just struggling, so I wanted something to grab onto. I'm yeah. more excited about the fact they've got two solid. Ba- we got to see Bailey Zappi early, early season. You know, really? still looked good. So we got two good quarterbacks, uh, or at least NFL caliber quarterbacks, mm-hmm. um, under Potential. contract. Under contract, yeah. Thank you. Under contract for the next three to five years. So things look bright if the defense can hold it together. You know, the sky's the limit. But I think if they can bank. I mean, if they can bank enough, if they can hit double digits going into that last couple of last two, three weeks, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not saying you slide at the end, but yeah, wild card. Here we go. Well, the, well, the AFC West isn't shaping out to be the absolute juggernaut that everyone predicted, including me in the off season. It just hasn't worked out that way. Um, so I think if the Patriots can hit eight wins, a wild card is a hundred percent like eight, a hundred percent in the cards. If they can hit eight, eight in the AFC, eight and in, in the, you know what the funny thing is, I forgot though because of the new. Oh wait, no, the, I'm sorry. They they changed this, so it would have to be nine wins. I'm sorry because eight wins would they be eight and nine? Eight and nine. Never mind. I'm sorry, I forgot they went to freaking seventeen. They, listen, eight and nine, nine wins still be it. <laughs> well, no, it, 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 it. Well, I don't think in the AFC it will be, but in the NFC there might be a division winner at eight and nine. Uh, in the in the NFC we've, South, so <laughs> we and we and we well shit, we've seen it out west before. Where uh, yeah. and you know it, it's not even in the too distant memory where we see some five hundred or even sub five hundred because you get that you get that random game where a like a twelve and four wild card team has to go on the road to an eight and eight division yeah. winner and gets upset and everybody cries foul and it's like you know what they still have to show up for that game. That's what happens. Um, and yeah, listen, so, we'll so, if, they hit so nine, if they hit nine wins, I think they, they, they hit, there's a real shot. All right. Question for you before we hang it up. Uh, first and foremost, I will get you an update as soon as I've got the hard confirmation on our friend for next week. And then uh, check us out on Twitter for more updates, details, subscribe to the YouTube channel before you do anything else tonight. Yes. Uh, help us get those numbers up. But um, are you going to wake up early and watch Tommy boy play in Munich? on Sunday morning. Do you get do you get up for the morning NFL games on Sunday? Yes. I just love that. I, I like waking yeah, I up gotta, with I mean I gotta see what time that game is actually starting. Um I think it's I think it's like nine nine thirty like the London games have been. Um I mean I think the biggest deal here is the fact that it's in Germany now too, right? I think we've had yeah, games that'll be I mean, interesting to see how the fans are for that. Like how the fans show up for that. 
I am curious about it. Uh, Almost everybody I've ever met from Eastern Europe has a fascination with American football. And I think, I think almost because it's, um, it's not theirs, right? Like it's just the people over here who get fascinated with premier league, uh, you know, the size and scope of it where they might take it for granted or it's been around forever. Uh, But the point that I was going to make is Roger Goodell recently in an interview gave a little wink and a nod to a European division period Mm -hmm. uh, in the NFL, which I the talks for many years. Right. Many, I mean, many years they've been talking about that. So, I mean, you go to 36 teams or whatever it might be. Because, uh, again, we've talked about how they have smart people who can look at a spreadsheet and figure out how to make it happen to where, sure. yep, everybody's got everybody's to go overseas like once every other season, whatever, this, that, and the other. You've got your European division, and then, you know, you go from there. Uh, yeah. Last question. Yes or no, in our lifetime, do we see a Super Bowl in London? No, not a Super Bowl. No, I don't think I don't think a Super Bowl will end up in London. I don't see that. I see I, by your I see by your your facial expressions, you might think differently. It might be a bigger conversation for a different episode. But my short answer is no. I think the Super Bowl will always stay in the lower forty-eight. I think if NFL goes to Europe, it's going to come with a billion-dollar stadium somewhere. It might not be London, so I might have to amend my prediction but i think that in our lifetime which is a tough bet to that's a tough bet to put out there well, but i think i think we'll see an international super bowl just think about the logistics logistics of that that means <laughs> here in the u.s the super bowl would not be taking place in a primetime television hour why not because think about it so if right now just to even hit like for them, like this. Well, I get, the, I get the like, math of it all. The yeah. game would be played, but the game would be played early in the day live, which for but the they always cater the to 80- the west. They always cater to the west coast when it comes to prime time. They give the edge to them. You know that's why we don't start Monday night football so until like eight thirty. <laughs> so that plays into something that I'll that that I've that I've been researching and working on, and, and you just had you just add another layer to it, and I'll talk about it another time. But let's do that. It, it involves Super put Bowl. It, it, it involves it the, the Super pocket. Bowl. It involves it the Super Bowl. Put it in the back pocket. Look, we can talk about that in either next week or in coming shows, depending on who we have for guests. Look, we didn't even get to the announcement that. Uh, Tiger, Rory, JT, and um, holy shit! I'm uh, like the, for the, the the upcoming match, the latest match. Who the hell is Jordan the fourth? Spieth. Thank you, thank you, Spieth. Like we didn't even talk about the match. Um, we we this we'll this, talk about a week of that's that. Yeah. It, 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 well, I'm to, saying just the fact. Like I think, like I think that's gonna. I think that's just another example of the PGA trying to put as much focus on a certain group of guys that they want in the forefront of their product right now. I don't blame them either. Oh, I don't blame them. I, I just think they're they are like really going full at it right now, and as they should be. For a freaking so, sure. I think it br- I think it brings up conversations of what we might be seeing coming down the line of a of a finally changing PGA. And let's get into that next week. So next week, come back. We're gonna have a friend talk. A friend who had a front row seat to the live experience. We're gonna mm-hmm. get into why the PGA tour could benefit from a little more live esque experience as you just kind of talked about there and how the PGA tour is putting up their Dukes and mostly about how an international super bowl is not outside the realm of possibility back to you in the studio. We'll get there. We'll, we'll, we'll prepare our debate points and we'll figure it out. 
uh, live here for everyone to hear. And what, of, of course, as always, with every topic we talk about, whatever we say will become true and will become history. So you're going to want to listen. As always, thank you for joining us here every Tuesday night for Divots and Pivots. We will see you next week, as we alluded to, with the likely possibility of a special guest to talk a special topic. So make sure to tune in. Make sure to be on uh, the lookout on the, the Twitters, uh, at Real Mr. Mallard, at This Buds For You. I'm going to put it up real fast, even though the at This Buds For You is the incorrect spelling at the moment. But still, go and find us. You'll be able to see Bud's picture. Nice face shot right away when you look it up. So catch us next Tuesday, same time, 8 o'clock, YouTube, Twitter, uh, bellyup.tv. We'll be here for you. And we look forward to you coming and joining us next time. We'll see you next week. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.